Welcome to the realm of magic and mystery, classic horror and sci-fi. You are now entering the House of the Unusual podcast with your hosts, Eddie and Joe. Welcome all you cool ghouls and friendly fiends. Ah, it's the House of the Unusual podcast. I'm your host, Joe Pavlansky, and let's see who we got today. We got Eddie Guevara. We got Hello. Chuck Caputo. And we got Sherry Caputo. No. <laughs> What's up, everyone? All How's right. it this going? like a crazy house over here. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Awesome, man. Well, guys, thanks for uh, joining us this week, everybody. And we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. But first, we're going to do a little house cleaning because we are on the road, like we said last podcast, to Christmas time in the, the most wonderful time of the year where it's all about me and how many presents I could get. So go. I'm going to give you guys some great ideas and some websites out there to go to and fill your shopping carts with stuff for me and send it to me because that's what Christmas <laughs> is about, how many gifts I could get, like I tell my wife every year. She laughs at me. So, so first up, we got Stupid Comics Magazine. Uh, we are still waiting to see what's going on with issue uh, number eight. There is a delay, but it's going to be coming out in an all-new format, so we're excited to see what that's about. But they do have issues number zero through seven that are still available, and you can get a whole bundle of them for a great price on there. So check it out, stupidcomicsmagazine.com. That's S-T-O-O-P-I-D, comicsmagazine.com. Hey, and I'm always looking for some sea monkey stuff, you know, so fill up your carts uh, with, you know, some different sea monkey mugs or puzzles or calendars or aquariums and send them over to me. I I would definitely love to have them. But you could go to sea-monkeys.com for all your underwater sea monkey needs. They have tons of cool stuff there. Go ahead and now relive your youth when you had those little sea monkeys floating around your house man they were really cool and they still are all right also we have our buddy dave haversat at 1878press.com 1878press.com tons of uh cool books and stuff there all about magic mentalism and um houdini psychics so you don't want to miss them out because a lot of these books sell out quick and when they're gone they're gone and he also has a lot of them discounted right now, too. So don't miss out on the discounts. Grab them up before somebody else does. Also, my what is it? MyMovieMonsters.com, Castle of Frankenstein, issue number 36, is now shipping. Uh, the folks over at Scary Monsters, Don and Vicky, they do have the United States trademark for Castle of Frankenstein. They have all the cool paperwork and all that for that, so they are starting the magazine up. Issue number 36 is out. They're going off of the original run, so definitely check that out. It's shipping now. It'll be out in your local bookstore. Also available is issue, uh, oh, where are we at here? Number one, uh, 128 is available. Should be at bookstores right now. Uh, number 129 is uh, the Creatures, Caverns, and Underground Worlds issue. It's available for pre-order. It's coming late November, early December, so right in time for Christmas. So if you know some fans of uh, classic monsters and all that, pick them up some of these magazines. Also on their website, they got tons of other uh, magazines and toys of classic uh, monsters and sci-fi, so definitely check them out. Also, if you go to houseoftheunusual.com, 
We have links to our Etsy and our eBay sites there. Tons of cool goodies there that you could buy for your, your loved ones. If you love somebody, you're going to go there and buy them some <laughs> of our stuff. Uh, perfect presents, perfect stocking stuffers. So go ahead and check it out, houseoftheunusual.com. We have our Etsy and eBay links set up there. Also, our links to uh, uh, YouTube, to Facebook, to Instagram, to um, the podcast. We have a free forum there, so there's tons of cool stuff. And uh, Eddie and his brother are doing a, a lot of uh, revamping of the website. I'm sure he'll get into that a little bit, but uh, it, it's coming along. So, guys, be patient out there. If something's not working, you'll keep checking back, and uh, we're getting it up and ready. So, that being said, I'm going to turn it over to Eddie to talk a little bit about what's going on at House of the Unusual because we've got a lot of changes. We have a lot of videos coming out on YouTube with a lot of cool stuff. So, I'm going to turn it over to him and let him tell you all about it. Eddie, what's up? Hey, guys, what's up? A lot is going up. I came down to Florida, and I I really concentrated the last 11 days I've been here. Strictly, not 11, actually, like seven or eight days in the website. We have been vamping up the website, uh, optimizing it for Google. Uh, at the same time, not only has my brother taken on the, uh, the Instagram, hello? he's taken on, oh, hello there, Mr. Joseph. Hey. He came on right now. Hey, Eddie's brother, Joseph. What's up? Hey, who's this? This is Joseph. Oh, <laughs> No, I'm the other oh, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just the average Joe. Just I just turned it over to Eddie. He's talking about what you guys are doing on the uh, the website and all that and how much you guys are revamping it and everything's looking really good so far. Well, yeah. what, hopefully one you can the, out. I was going to say one of the things that Joseph has been doing, he, we have increased by... 289 new subscribers. Wow. That's great. Yeah, yeah. So, Joseph, say something. Go ahead. <laughs> the wolf was happy for that. <laughs> that sums it all. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give Joe. <laughs> he's, in a, he's in a mood today. <laughs> yeah. Funny mood. I do have this one. Joseph, talk a little bit about what you're doing with the social media. Good to hear you, Chuck. I know your voice. Oh, yeah. Good to meet you, Cherry. Oh, I break my tooth. (laughs) Good to meet you, too, Joseph. Well, Uh, Joseph, tell them who you are, what you do, and tell the the crowd out there a few things about you. We've got a lot of listeners. Who I am and what do I do? Okay, I'm Eddie's brother. Sorry to hear that. You can't take your family. <laughs> we understand. Our deepest condolences. I'm, I'm the, I'm the better-looking yeah. half and the smarter half. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, you know, Eddie can can talk. I'll give him that. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. He's oh, very yeah. social. Unfortunately, I don't have that gift. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I'm actually uh, at work right now. I work with patients. Um, I studied psychology and clinical research. So I joined the two as a business psychologist in the uh, clinical research world. Um, And as a hobby, I like to uh, do the social media and, um, you know, fix the pictures like you've seen Chuck 
Oh, my goodness. I tell you what, guys, yeah. Joseph has done such a phenomenal job. He made two pictures of me. So if you see Beautiful. these, you come across these. They're excellent. I mean, I'm very, very impressed. I actually I actually printed one, and I'm going to yeah. put it on my uh, magic table. We have a show tomorrow night, so I'm going to actually put it on there. The one that says uh, Magician Chuck Caputo, uh, Magician Extraordinaire. Really, really cool. Ah, uh, the purple one. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah, oh, yeah. Very, I, tell, very I tell you what, Joseph, the one you did of me with the, the cigar and the clouds, my wife's seen that she wants to print it out and, <laughs> and frame it for yeah. <laughs> yeah, it came, that came out so cool, man. Oh, oh that's nice. it is. It's that's good cool. to hear that uh, you like my little hobby. Oh, yeah, but you know what, Joseph, I, I have to ask you, because Eddie talks about it so much. I heard you have a, a pretty nice collection down there in Florida. Yeah, you can say that. I have a, a collection of sorts. Um, I like Superman since uh, since I was a kid, so I started collecting Superman toys, and um, it grew. And recently, I came across some Cuban uh, findings, which, Ooh, uh, nice. which added on to my collection as well. Now, Ed, yeah. now, Eddie was telling me a little bit about those. Are you able to to get into to any of that of what you you came across? Which part, the Cuban treasury part, or the Superman part? The, the Cuban treasury part. Well, I've uh, I've been actually collecting um, Cuban heritage, you can say, uh, for a little while now. I've been I actually started with the money. Um, obviously they have a lot more money and coins than we do, uh, just because they've, they turn over a lot more frequent. Um, the government changes one money to another money to, to another money. It's like buying Chuck E. Cheese tokens. You know, you put in the dollar and you get four tokens, but guess what? Once, once you got a lot of those tokens, uh, let's say Chuck E. Cheese then decides to, you know, change the size of the tokens. <laughs> so there you go. Now you have to put in three so you can get in two. So it, it, it continued on uh, with this uh, with this collection, and then uh, uh, recently I came across uh, some individual who had a family member pass away who had a lot of Cuban um, museum quality artifacts, nice. which I was able to come across and grab them before somebody else did oh, uh, that's great. i haven't had them appraised i haven't had them valued um soon uh hopefully eddie will help me in that section yeah, you better watch because they'll end up up in his storage unit you don't know what happens <laughs> to them. well yeah i i know eddie has uh has a few storage units up there you know he just doesn't know that i found the key for it and he also has some boxes some old old vintage boxes which i'm telling him he should do an unboxing video absolutely um, of all these uh mickey mano or babe ruth or, or yeah that's Gary right cards, whatever they are yeah he just came into a bunch of baseball cards he said so yeah. he's gonna do nice. uh, that's neat oh, wow now now joseph out of your say like your pop culture collection you know your superman monster stuff whatever what's What's one piece that's like your favorite or one piece that really stands out for you? I know that's hard as, as collectors because we love everything that we have. But do you have a, like a certain one that you're just, you know, that you gravitate to that, that you would call your favorite? Uh, I actually don't have a favorite. I have a lot of monster memorabilia 
from Universal Monsters, uh, a lot of statues, a lot of model kits, um, Superman statues as well, uh, which is part of the newer and not so of the Universal Monsters area. But if I were actually to say that I like one piece more than the other, it's probably this bronze. It's about uh, maybe seven inches, eight inches uh, bronze superman statue which i actually have it as a display piece uh in my room it's not really big but it is 100 percent bronze um (laughs) where if it falls it'll break a tile trust me it (laughs) fell yeah or your foot (laughs) and uh luckily my foot was in the way so it didn't break any tile (laughs) but yeah that's that's probably my my best piece it's not really for sale. I probably won't. I'll sell everything else, but that one will probably stay with me because yeah, it's always been the, by yeah. my bedside. It's always been there as a nightstand little yeah. display. Nice. I think it's amazing that you guys are both collectors. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, brothers that are they're collectors because my brother and I, he passed away. It'll be going on three years ago, but we we didn't have any similarities. I mean, nothing. I mean, it's really <laughs> yeah, very strange. Are you um, both close in age? No, he is ancient. He is old. Uh, <laughs> I am I am young and full of energy while uh, he is not. <laughs> not. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, he has some energy. He Let me Yeah, he I tell you what, he sometimes talking to him, he makes me tired just listening yeah. to oh, him yeah. going and going. But hey Joseph, I have to ask you this question because I have a good buddy, uh his name's Steve. He's a lawyer. And Steve, if you're listening, you'll know that that I'm talking about you here. Uh, in his office, if you look at pictures of his office, and he'll send me some sometimes. He's a collector of comic books, Marvel stuff, um, big collector of Star Wars. But if you look at his his uh, law office, it looks like my toy rooms at home. Uh. I mean, it's just it's full full of stuff, and it's so cool. Do you have anything like that at any of your offices at work where you you display any of your collectibles? Well, actually, I have a lot of comics uh, as well, but Ooh. I have that in the storage, which is an AC storage. I keep everything there. In my office, I have uh, nothing really collectible. Oh, yes, I do. Sorry. <laughs> I have a small treasure chest, which will soon be in the YouTube. Actually, it is in YouTube. Somebody else um, saw my video, decided, hey, that's a nice little presentation. Do you mind if I use it in a video? And I go, no, go ahead. Yeah, and just $20,000 and you could use it. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, hey, can, I, can I use your name? I was like, well, yeah, sure, why not? So he actually made a video of this little uh, treasure chest that I have. And inside the treasure chest, I have my little collection of Cuban, where, where it first started, uh, the Cuban dollars, Cuban pesos. So nice. I have a, a, a little collection of Cuban pesos, which I actually have here at the office in this little pirate-looking treasure chest. And this guy liked the video, a <laughs> small video that I said, uh, look, this is what I have because uh, he has he was selling some old coins, old Cuban coins. And I go, look, it's just easier if I give you a little video recording of what I have and you tell me if you have anything that I don't have and then I'm interested in buying. And then uh, I sent him the video. Unfortunately, he didn't have anything <laughs> that I didn't have, but he liked the video so much that he actually posted it. 
So soon, Eddie will be doing a small video of this nice. uh, this little treasure chest when he comes here to work later on. Nice, nice, very cool, very cool, man. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see that. So, um, you don't have like any Superman stuff or anything like that at your your office or any monster <laughs> memorabilia? No, no, no. I I try to keep it as professional as possible here oh uh, okay you don't want it all cluttered up i see what exactly you're doing. oh see if that was me it would look it would be like yeah, another toy room people would come in there and be like what the heck is going on here yeah no here it's a, it's a little bit about, about perception last thing a patient wants to see is hi dr quevedo whoa i'm in the wrong office yeah hi. yeah i made a mistake yeah. <laughs> yeah it's probably the the office next door so uh, yeah. i gotta go yeah, if exactly. it was Chuck's office, they wouldn't even be able to get through. Yeah. <laughs> Past the, the door. The problem is that he deals with patients that are coming to see a psychiatrist. Yeah, the last uh, thing they need is to see. Oh my God, yeah. he needs one himself. Yeah, I should really, I should really set up an appointment, Joseph. Uh, <laughs> What's better than seeing like a Frankenstein monster or a Dracula when you're going to see a psychiatrist? Man? Uh, there you go. Oh, They'll suck me out of my money, I'm sure, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not the blood. We just, we just came back from Key West, Joseph, I guess about a month ago. And I tell you what, it was so cold on there. You know what? The Cuban people, I must say, are very nice people, very friendly. You know what? They've always treated us exception, oh, yeah. exceptionally well. We were in Miami. Yeah. And, um, and very loud. Well, that's okay. You know what? I'm Italian. I come from an Italian family. Same well, way. There you, you know. go. Yeah. I, I can tell you what. Joseph is Joe's age. And I'm Chuck's age, if that okay. makes a difference. Oh. <laughs> okay. Now, now, Joseph, I heard you're a uh, an, a cigar aficionado as well. Ooh. Yeah, nice. I have a little collection of that that I've required from Cuba. Nice. <laughs> yes, I have that. And I actually have a little display piece at work. Okay. And guys, remember this. He was not born in Cuba. <laughs> oh. He was no. born in New York. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. In New York. And I had to change many a diapers when he was little. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's nice. Now, you see, this is why we're connected, uh, me and my brother, because when he used to go to work, I used to play with his toys. Uh. <laughs> nice. Well, I would have definitely yeah. been playing with all his stuff. He would have come home. If I was, he would have come home with everything ripped out of the uh, the packages and been screaming at me. What did you do to all my <laughs> no, stuff? Uh, Joe, let me tell you a story. I was into <laughs> magic as a kid. And my go. mom bought me in 19, I don't know, 19 something, 70 something. She bought me a TV magic set. That's a big black one, uh, Chuck. That we oh, remember. yeah. That nice. was like 20. And I started practicing magic and I had it under my bed. I was really getting good at it. I come home one day and I see yours truly on top of the bed about, I could see his little feet. So I'm talking, he must have been two, three years old. Yeah. <laughs> dismantle my entire set. Uh, <laughs> I got so mad I threw out the entire set. Like uh, destroyed my set. And, and that was Joseph. So and the reason I'm not a magician today is because of Joseph. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's wild, man. But he wow. took after my collecting, I think though, because you know, unlike me, I've kept everything. Joseph has made several thousand dollars in a couple of deals where he sold out a lot of his stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, my uh, my next purchase or my next items that I'm selling is uh, I've been offered by about eight uh, eight buyers uh, my pop collection, my Funko pop collection. 
oh, uh, nice. for about 10 grand. And I need to actually get it nice and organized because if eight people are offering me 10 grand for mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. that's because it's probably worth a whole lot more. It's worth a lot Yeah, more really? Yes. How, so, about how many pops do you have? There got to be a couple hundred. Uh. A couple, yeah, a couple of hundred, but it's, it's not that much. I don't go into a thousand. I don't even think I have 500. I probably have maybe like 200, 300 pops. Let's say 300 pops. But to get offered 10 grand, I need to take a look at what I actually have because I have eight people yeah. after me. Well, the, the there, there's pro- some of those that are that go for a good amount, especially like some of the, uh, the Comic-Con ones that are rare and some of the ones from like the first two or three lines that you know first came out they go for hundreds of dollars some of them i'm like oh my god for these pops let let me tell you guys something dave howard said actually drove a couple of hours to get his son one that was like 400 bucks and that was a bargain wow i I don't know what type i think it was a godzilla or something but um i'm gonna tell you guys something my brother's been popping those pops into my area (laughs) and he's got me with a bunch of them i think he's giving me the entire monsters like Lily Monster and, oh, and nice. like three four hundred, uh, you know Herman and and I think Joseph, you sent me everybody from Universal Monsters, yeah, the monster cereals, the big ones, the small ones, and it's funny because I never would have thought of getting into the pops because no. I just didn't like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have a few of them, maybe fifty, and I, I do like I have a, a few of the monster ones and um, like the whole line of Lord of the Rings. And then I have like some different ones here and there. Godzilla. I have uh, Duck Dodgers, Space Ghost, some Star Wars. You know, just if I thought it looked cool, I grabbed it. The whole Married with Children line. Oh. <laughs> but I, I was I've been looking for two of them. They're um, Beavis and Butthead from one of my my favorite cartoons from the nineties. But those pops are just outrageous. On outrageous. Yeah. Whatever happened to those Beanie Babies? About 20, 25 yeah. years ago, they were all the rage. I mean, did they hold their value or did they drop? I, I think people will pay you to get rid of them. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they were, oh, man, they were so popular years ago. Oh, I remember people buying those thinking they're going to retire. And then they the market just kind of really so tanked cool. on them. I think there's still a few that are rare that mm. that sell. But for the most part, they they went the way of everything else. You know, the market was flooded and, yeah. you know, nobody really buys them anymore. Yeah. Or collects I tell them. you what. I'd say what I've been doing magic now for th- about 38 years, and I've seen every kind of fad, every trend from pogs. Uh, oh, I to, love pogs. Yeah, I remember you know, that. Uh, Spud, uh, Spud McKenzie, uh, the dog, and uh, I mean, name it. I mean, and it all just dropped off, you know. Wow. Yeah. I, I tell you what, Chuck, I, I recently bought, um, not re- oh, recently, a couple months ago, uh, Universal Monster pogs off of eBay, and they were going for a decent price. I, I was surprised. I'm like, pogs no you know they don't really sell and i happen to come across four sets of um steel in the package of kool-aid pogs from the 90s and i said you know what i said i'll put one up on ebay see if it sells and honest to god within two hours the thing sold wow so i put another one up and within like two hours that thing sold too i said what the heck (laughs) (laughs) that's crazy wow so there are still pog collectors out there i guess yeah, yeah, that's true. Wow. You get you guys you just reminded me, Joe, the day I, I reproduced the Jack Davis Frankenstein. I'm like, that's the ugliest Frankenstein I've ever seen, right? <laughs> I put it on and my son goes to me, Hey dad, I put it on at five in the morning. He go and I put 36 for sale. He goes, Hey, you sold one. 
And I said, oh, one sold? And he goes, no, the whole thing. I go, what do you mean the whole thing? <laughs> I'm talking about I was sending out those things for about a week, like just trying to get boxes made and, and getting them out there. And the funny thing at that time is that it was oversized because I, I was using staples to print out and the manager got mad at me because I wasted their paper <laughs> printing it out. It's like, oh, you know, you can't really print those. And um, and the funny thing about it is that I, I got rid of like, I think it was I put 36, then I put another 12 and sold them all in the same day. That was wow. the best selling uh, poster I ever put out. Wow. It just reminded me of that. Wow. wow. I watched his uh, video on the uh, horror records. So like anybody out there, if you want to check this out on Eddie's uh, YouTube channel, it's fantastic. I mean, some really cool stuff. Uh, you know what? Eddie and Joseph are pumping these videos out one per day just about but uh but the uh but the horror records was pretty cool the one i have is from from our childhood eddie the gale record that's a really uh, the, the little 45 rpm that's a really cool little disc uh that's a, it, it is cool i i i wound up buying five of them over my lifetime but as a kid i was afraid to order it yeah then when i actually i think it was like in the late 80s i'm like damn and i should have gotten the, how am i gonna yeah. get and the first one that I came across, this is like in the dawn of eBay, was ninety-five bucks. So I paid ninety-five dollars for yeah. that little record. You know, <laughs> I love the little drawing on there. That's such yeah, a cool. Yeah, it's little... really cool. Oh man! Now, I, I jo think... now, Joseph, are you like your brother and buy you know five or ten of everything that you find? No, I only buy <laughs> one. Ah, there but, you go, Eddie. But, take a lesson. But but for example, if I was gonna send one to him, then I'll buy two Universal <laughs> Monsters. I'll send one to Eddie. I'll keep one. If it's, uh, I don't know, if it's Superman, for example, if it's a pop, I'll probably buy two because I'm going to keep one. I'm never going to sell it. And the other ones are going to be sold. Yeah. So you're not going to buy 10 of them? and No, 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 no. My, my max is two. And actually, <laughs> with, with the pops, some you know, local vendor here told me something that I will never forget. He says, a $10 pop will always be worth at least ten dollars <laughs> so however you want to um you know if you want to buy them or to resell them a ten dollar or fifteen dollar pop will pretty much always be a ten dollar fifteen dollar oh, yeah. pop it could only go up well that's good news it, so, i guess if it drops you know, i guess if it falls it would be a pop drop huh yeah there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good hey you know what I got to thank Joseph, though, because he did recently gave me a big shock. He, I guess, for whatever reason, he sent me about 250 number one comics, including the official number one mad comic book, which goes for several thousand dollars. Ooh, nice. I think he sent me one and two. I'm not sure if you sent me one and two of that, but uh, <laughs> I know that Joseph, for some reason, has come across... Oh, wait, did I send you that? Send it back. Send it back. Send it back. <laughs> well, send it back. Well, <laughs> that's too late now, buddy. But anyway, the, the thing is, is it, you kind of reminded me, because <laughs> I think Dave Harvestat is giving me a bunch of his books, because as everybody knows, Dave publishes many books. Uh, he published it, I think, anywhere from 29 to 30 uh, individual. Um, uh, I, I guess I got some guy out here that likes to play with a motorcycle. <laughs> but anyway, he, he got, and one time he gives me um, Pleasant Nightmares is the name of the book. And he goes, hey, Eddie, now this book is selling between three to five, seven hundred dollars on eBay, right? And I he published it many years ago, but he only did like 500 copies. 
And he goes to me, hey, Ed, did I give you my only copy that was signed by the guy who wrote it? Because, you know, Dave is the publisher, but he owns the copyright. But there's a guy, you know, his friend who writes all the books for him. And uh, I said, I think you did, Dave, but I don't think you're going to get it back. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he gave me his last copy, which I thought was funny. And he's like, oh, I just gave you my last copy, man. And yeah. I go, well, too late. Wow. You know, Joseph, I have to ask you about this book, and Eddie sent me a picture of it, and it's a uh, Comico's number nine, number 1988, and it has a picture of uh, King Kong on it, and two, it looks like crows, one dressed as like a, a Batman and oh. Superman ripoff. Yes, the Cuban comic. That is a pretty, that is a really cool cover, man. What What's, what kind, can you tell me a little bit about that comic? Do you know anything about it? Uh, well, yes, that one I actually got going through Spain. I have uh, a few contacts in Spain and um, they have a few comics from Cuba that they were able to, I guess, move or transfer or buy from Cuba and they're in Spain. But I have a few contacts in Spain and uh, I have two comics, one with uh, just Superman and, and Batman, but they're crows. And the other one is with King Kong as a, and then you have Superman and Batman in the bottom as crows. But yeah, they are a hundred percent Cuban comics nice. They're called Comicos. And I probably think it's an 87 year, 87 or 88. When they I think it's 88. The cover says it's number nine and then it has slash 88. So it looks like probably number nine from 1988. Correct. Nice. Yeah, I tell you what, that is a it, that's an amazing cover. I've never seen anything like that. I never even knew uh, Cuba put out their own comic books. <laughs> Neither did I until I saw it. <laughs> you know, I I'm trying to get my brother to give me that, and I I, I got to tell you, I think if you put that on eBay, you probably go for several thousand dollars. Because Joe, I've never seen that cover. I don't even think they know it exists. All I'm saying, Eddie, is that you know you you changed the guy's diapers for years. He should send you that comic book. I believe That's all I'm saying, you know. <laughs> if you're changing his diapers, he you he owes you that comic book. And you trashed his magic kit, remember? Yes, exactly. That's true. Yeah. So pay back now, Joseph. Yeah, I, that's why I've been sending him comics, you know, and pops and all that, you know. Yeah, yeah. He he said, no, you know, it's funny though. The thing is, what. I'm thinking, Joe, when you said that, to be honest with you, I don't even think people are aware of that cover. I would love to test the water with on eBay just to see what it would, could go for. Not to sell it, but, you know, like yeah. put a reserve price that's crazy. But I would like to see because I've never seen that King Kong cover. And I know a King Kong poster, one of the original posters, went for like $12,000. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, looking, I'm looking on eBay now. Uh, they do have a few uh, Comicos comic books on there. Not they don't. There's no King Kong one, but they um, some of the other covers are they're not as nice as that King Kong one, and they they go for around fifteen to to twenty bucks. Usually they're around eighteen. So I, I would say that that King Kong would probably, you know, in that condition, you'd probably get fifty bucks or so for it. I, I don't you think, think fifty, not thousands. Oh, I don't know about fifty thousands. <laughs> no, no, Joe. What, I, what I'm saying is because of the fact that it has King Kong, and it's an original 1930s edition, whatever, or something like that. 
I'm beginning to wonder. I'm I, like I said, I want to test the waters on it because I've never seen that cover before. Well, you and, put best offer on it, and I'll offer you my offer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, a half a sandwich and a, a shoelace. Yeah. <laughs> Joseph, Joseph, do you remember that huge King Kong poster that I had that was six feet tall? Do you no, I uh, no, I don't remember. Okay, that. I, I, you probably were too young, but I had a six foot poster that when I had the fire in 1995, apparently somebody stole it on me, and for years and years I couldn't get it. And finally, I don't know where it was. Some person felt sorry for me, whatever, was able to get one and said, "Look, I paid 120." Uh, you can have it for the same price. So I gave him 120 and he gave me the envelope that it came in that actually had the original Famous Monsters of Filmland photograph. Uh, what I mean by that is that in Famous Monsters, that's the only place they ever sold that poster and uh, in 1970. So he gave me the copy of the, of the, the you know, he gave me the original with the, um, what do you call it, with the, with the background, with this, a kid pointing at the poster. And now what they did with that poster originally is that they took the original King Kong where he's holding the woman over the city and they, I think, duplicated the, the left arm and, and put it over to the right arm. And that's what it looks like. It's, it's, but I thought that poster was the most best-looking poster I've ever owned. And Joe, Mr. Joe, of course, he came out to like 400 bucks, became an owner of one, and he tried putting it in his home. And I think the wife was going to hang him, so uh. he decided not to. Well, she don't know how much I paid for it, so we're 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 good there. But yeah, I, I, there's nowhere to hang it; it would cover up a whole wall in, <laughs> in a house. But yeah, she would hang me there, and then if she found out the price, she would double hang me after. I was dead. <laughs> oh, I I twice. Well, you, you know what's funny, Joe? I, my mom apparently some guy next door, the one that there's a because this is a two family home over here, right? So the guy next door bought. Listen to this: he bought a frame. This is a wooden frame about three inches thick. Uh, it comes up, it looks like those frames that you would put in museums. And the frame, I think it's 54 inches wide by like uh, 57 inches. It's a huge frame. It's the size, I would say, of a queen size bed. Wow. You put it on top, it, it goes corner to corner. The frame is phenomenal. I'm going to have either Dracula, Bella Lugosi, or Frankenstein blown up and put in that frame. Now, I can't take it to New Jersey because I have no idea. How in the world I can ship something this big? Top it into pieces. <laughs> well, I, I can get yeah, cut it in pieces and send it in pieces, but it's nice, man. It's a really it's a nice frame. I'm going to hold it here till I have an idea when I come down here, and maybe my brother can ship it from here, but um, it's a frame that's phenomenal, man. It's really I, nice. I, I tell you what, before I, before we, you know, we continue with this, I, but, and I'm going to forget if I don't ask Sherry this right now, but Sherry, I got to ask you about your your spiced apple cider recipe that you oh sure uh, that you posted on the House of the Unusual Forum because I was looking at that. I showed my wife a photo of it too. She goes, "Oh, that looks good." I said, "I'm making it this Thursday. I'm going out to get the ingredients." And uh, but you know, tell us about the the recipe because that I mean that looks amazing. And if nobody's seen it, go to houseoftheunusual.com under the form. Sure. And you'll see the topic, hot uh, spiced apple cider recipe, enjoy, and check it out. But, Sherry, tell us about the recipe because that looks fantastic, and this is the perfect time of the year to, to make that. It is, yes. Uh-huh. What I did, um, Joe and everybody, is I used a crock pot, and I put it on low, 
So I put like 100% apple juice. I think it was like 64 ounces, one of the larger jars or bottles of um, apple juice in, in the crock pot. And then I added the fruit, like um, two, I think two oranges, whole oranges, just slice them. And I cut them in fours, I think, and just threw them in there on about a cup or two of uh, whole cranberries and some, I used honey crisp apples and I cut those up and sliced them. I kept the skins on um, a little bit, like a quarter cup um, of brown sugar and about four to six cinnamon sticks. And then I put in, I think it was about a tablespoon. I'm not one to really measure. That's why I'm just guesstimating. (laughs) So I just um, tossed in some allspice, ground allspice spices and um, let it on for, yeah. We went out to a show, show, but we were gone several hours. Yeah, it's about four to six hours in there. And it it just absorbs and the cranberries, everything. It it really turns out really good. Now I've seen some um, other recipes where they do use apple juice and cranberry juice. So it's up to you if you want to do that as well. But yeah, I thought it turned out pretty good. Yeah, it looks phenomenal. I tell you what, I'm going to make it this Thursday and I'm going to post my, uh, oh, good. you know, what mine looks like on online under the, the thread too. But for everyone out there, man, check it out. We have the whole, uh, Sherry posted the whole recipe out there, a picture of what it looks like in the crock pot. And then uh, the directions on how to cook it. So uh, cook it on low for four to six hours. And man, that's a perfect drink to you know throw on a, a scary movie and, and oh, sip it, or man. work on a model kit or something. Or you know, the weather's been kind of nice, so even just sitting outside watching the the leaves fall and sipping on yeah. it. It's, it's I tell you, I you know, tell you if, what, if you're if you're one of those people, I'm sure you could add some vodka to it and really have a party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can have the yeah. I tell you what, it was really really good. I mean, or was, rum or whatever. You yeah, like. put some put some rum in there, like and this. you know what? She made that for Halloween night, and it was great. After we. Yeah. After we came back from the show, we, we we watched some scary movies and drank it. It and was great. Put the leftovers in the refrigerator, and I think it drank the rest. And you said it was really good. Yeah, really, yeah. really good. Hey, um, I think Joseph was just letting me know he's got a patient. Uh, Joseph, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, it was, uh, it was nice talking to you guys, but I gotta go back to work. Okay. Oh, nice All right. Hey, Joseph, Joseph to you. nice meeting you. We'll have to we'll have to get you on here again because I'm yeah, sure definitely. there's a lot of stuff we could talk about, especially with your collection and you know your your dealings with the one and only uh, Eddie. So, yes. <laughs> hopefully we'll have you on here in the future and. You know, thank you for all the work you've been doing for for our uh, for House yeah. of the Unusual for Good the job. website, the videos, and all that stuff. So, big thank you, much appreciated. Thank okay, you. take take. Uh, talk to you guys soon. See you later. Bye-bye. Uh, you know, Sherry, I was I wanted to say something. Did you just make up a new word? Estimate, uh, guesstimating, guesstimated, <laughs> guesstimated. Yes. <laughs> is that just like you did the the what is it? The goon from the black. Yes, yes, that's my yeah. My I really got to hand it to you. I'm like, is that even a real word? You have to. Sherry <laughs> is a wordsmith. I do. I I do that once in a while. Oh, she well. always does that. She comes up with the craziest words. <laughs> That's kind of, you know it reminded I mean? me of, uh, did you ever remember the unknown comic from the Gong Show? Oh, I loved him. He was great. You remember him, Joe? What is it? The unknown comic from the Gong Show. The guy that had an upside down paper bag. In yeah, he had a paper oh, bag. Oh, yes. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I couldn't stop laughing. It was corny. It was a corny joke, but he goes, 
What did the first guy that landed on the sun do? And he go, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he was good. He'd go, hey, Chucky baby, Chucky baby. Uh-huh. Oh, he was great. Oh, my. He was, yeah, that was super funny, man. It was fantastic. Hey, but you guys brought up about Bella Lugosi. Now, we just got done watching uh, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. I, I haven't seen that probably in 25 years. And uh, I seen, Well, he was some character, I, huh? He, yeah, I've seen Bella Lugosi on there. I've seen him on Plan 9. I've seen him on... on things the question of the day now this may be a crazy question but i never seen any teeth did the, uh, the guy have teeth oh my god uh, uh, no no i'm dead serious answer that, joe. Teeth. answer that joe like vampire teeth or just regular no, joe, he's got no teeth at all it looked like it looked like he pulled his choppers out like he had his teeth removed all the time i've never seen it it looked like like an emaciated type of a mouth i don't know what do you think joe you would know much you know i i believe from what i've read is that later on in his life his his teeth were kind of messed up from you know because he he was doing a lot of pills and drinking and all that i believe later in life they got messed up from it but if you notice in the original dracula in 1931 he never um he didn't have any fangs as a as a vampire Okay. You know, he just had his regular teeth. We actually didn't see um, fangs in a uh, on a vampire until the uh, the movie El Vampiro, the vampire from 1957, which was okay. a Mexican horror film. That was the first time uh, okay. that we saw fangs on a vampire, and that was uh, German Robles as uh, as the okay. count. He was the first one that actually had fangs. But I believe, from what I read, is that. And I could be wrong. I'm, somebody out there could uh, could clear it up, but I believe that later in his life, his teeth were kind of messed up from the the pills and the uh, the oh, boozing yeah. and all that. You okay. know what, Joe? I, I got to put my two cents in here. To be honest, you should t- title this podcast "The Vampire Without Teeth" or "King <laughs> of Dracula," whatever. No. Let me tell you, if you do look at Bella, and I agree with what Chuck was saying, because. I always noticed that, but I never dawned on me until Chuck brought it up. But if you look at Abbott Costello meet Frankenstein, if you look at the uh, the one he did with, um, what was that one? Not Spooks on the Loose. He did a later on, I think it was, uh, he played some other thing. When he says, I, when he says the monster, he's getting weak. You'll notice that right, that's right. Abbott and Costello, actually. When you look at him, he looks like he has no teeth at all. And I always no. said, kid, never realized it. But I was like, why doesn't he have fangs? And I never dawned on me until uh, what, what Chuck said, does he have any teeth? And I had to start laughing. I go, we're going to need to ask that to Joe. Yeah, I, I was always curious I, about that. I, I don't think he had any teeth. Because if you look at him, even when he's talking, you, you can't even see the bottom teeth. In the original Dracula, you could. Because I did go back to check that out. And you know, I, I don't know if he had, you know, earlier in his career, too, if his teeth were messed up because, you know, he came from Hungary. I don't know if, um, mm-hmm. you know, sure. what their, their dental hygiene was over there. If you go to a lot of these uh, European countries, especially at the time, you know, dental hygiene isn't, you know, what we think of it. Right. So he may have had a different and it was just something that, you know, he, he didn't display, you know, in the movies or in photos. Yeah. And if you look at a lot of photos of him, he's, you know, as a vampire because he didn't have the fangs or anything he just he more used his facial expression oh yeah he looked, right. he looked uh, you know what he looked cool i'm not making fun of the man he looked fantastic and his eyes man when he raised that cape up uh you know you know and, and, and he peered out from the top of the cape they looked really cool now, he was a, yeah they they did and i used to imitate uh, him like even talking 
And somehow I would go with my mouth, like I had no teeth. And I just dawned on me all this stuff that you guys are bringing up that I even imitated the look with the no teeth because it looked so cool on him. Yeah. But, yeah. um, and we also watched another movie that I know is a favorite of yours, me, Sherry and I, uh, The Old Dark House. That's just oh, cool, yes. It's yeah. just a cool movie, man. Cool movie. Hopefully it was the original one and not the remake. That no, was, it was the original. Uh, it was 19, no, no, no. 1932, I think. Yeah, the, was it 32, Joe? Was it 32, Joe? I think it was. I, I believe so, yeah. yeah you know, Joe, Joe cool when I saw The Old Dark House. Yeah, 32. 32. Well, I was going to tell you, I love the fact that I wish I had a car that good that could go through all those landslides and yeah. go through, not get stuck in the water, man. Yeah. I always found it funny, you know, that, that who was it? The one guy, he just met that girl that night and then he asked her to marry him and all I that. Said, yeah, they moved that. quick there. <laughs> I was just going to say that one kiss and they were in love. Yes. Let's that say was Chuck and I too. Yeah, that was, that. Was, you know what? When I, when I sat and thought about that, we said, wait a minute, they just met and they want to get married. Yeah. <laughs> So, man, oh, they moved pretty quick back in the in the thirties. Yeah. yeah, you don't even know somebody. I mean, I, you can't marry somebody fast hey, like that. No, not at all. But, <laughs> Joe, let, let me ask you. A question. You, but you know, what, just on, on that note, it would that's really weird because if you look at like um, society back in that time, you know, uh -huh. the women, you know, back in the twenties through even the, the early fifties, the women they it was expected of them to play hard to get and to yeah. always kind of put down your advances and it is expected of the man to keep trying to advance on the, the woman. And if they didn't, it meant that they weren't really that interested. And if the women, if the woman was too easy, the man well, didn't want yeah. her. He, it was almost like a game. And, you know, especially you listen to that, that Christmas song, you know, uh, baby, it's cold outside. And a lot of right. people have issues with it, but they're looking at it from mm -hmm. present day. If you looked at it that time, that's how people were. It was almost like a game that they were playing, and it was expected of the man and woman to act like that. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, so hey, I, I thought from for old dark dark house being from thirty two that that was highly unusual. That you know they kissed and there was no game or nothing. They're like, yeah, we're gonna get married. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was crazy. Then he died, right? You know what I was gonna say, Joe? No, Tell me. I think you will be the expert on this, but. Have you noticed, like, in the old dark house, they went to the upper room and there was some guy in there. Haven't you noticed that a lot of the films from the 1930s after that, a lot of the films have the same kind of layout where there's somebody up in a room that's locked and you're not... I think they copied the old dark house in a lot of... In a lot of movies. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. that Because that was so cool, the way they go up there. And then the guy... I think there was one called Silent Scream. Or in the 1970s, and I, or I think there was another one that even wasn't it cycled that there was up in the room. They kept locked up some guy up in the room. Well, that was his mother, the, Norman Bates's mother. Yeah, cycled. Well, she was a skeleton, and he was dressed up as her. Right. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. right. Yeah. Hey, hey, but even the Treehouse of Terror, one of them, Bart Simpson had a brother. He was he was locked up somewhere up in the attic. Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he was kind of deformed and all that. Yeah, yeah, oh, they were. That's right. Yeah, they were born together like conjoined twins. Yeah, he was the evil him. twin. He was the evil wow. twin. He was up in the attic and it feed him like fish heads and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. For me? No, Joe. Does he have an attic? Uh, I would be scared just in case. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm sitting at now. That it's my uh, my comic oh. book room is is my oh, attic. Okay, you don't keep anybody locked up there, do you? Uh, I I can neither confirm nor deny that, but I do have a good <laughs> supply of fish heads. 
<laughs> we have squirrels in our attic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got a rogue squirrel up in our we did. peak. It's not really like an attic, but I hear them running it's around. Actually, what a, a crawl space. So what we did is we got some kind of disco light that's supposed to scare squirrels away. And it worked. <laughs> Tell them they were up there. Well, well, first they were dancing. You know, it was <laughs> yeah, they were doing they, they were disco dancing, but I think they finally left. But uh, <laughs> it's like the craziest thing. If you buy this on Amazon, it's like twenty nine bucks, I think, and it's supposed to. It, it, it's look. It looks like a disco light. But then you had to fix that little part out in the roof. Right? You know, yeah, that's. Oh, fine. I tell you what, I my squirrels. I have uh, a, bir- a tree in my front yard, and I have uh, two bird feeders. So I keep it stocked oh, with bird okay. seed, and then I put I was putting uh, peanuts out there for yeah. the squirrels, oh. and it was like a party out there every day. There'd be fifty <laughs> birds and ten squirrels out there. There'd be rabbits, and you oh. know, it was, re- it was oh, really cool. Sweet. Yeah. So my right. wife comes home one day from from work, and she goes, you know, she just got a, a new car. She and she Uh-oh. goes, you know, I, she goes, I have a smell from coming from my car. She goes, I, oh, I don't know what it is. No. So I turned no. it on. I'm. I'm you know, I'm like, yeah, I could smell it a little bit, but I, I mean, you know, no senses or anything are, are coming on, no nothing, and I, I, I don't know what it is. It doesn't smell too bad. Maybe it's the air outside. So I take the, um, the car into the dealership because she had to get some work done on it, a, a new part that came in, and they popped the hood of it, uh-huh. and all throughout underneath the hood, there was probably a hundred peanuts under there. Oh, wow. that the squirrels had they were taken and they were they were hiding underneath the hood. Oh, they were all over the place and here there were some on the uh uh you know where the the pieces get real hot so it was kind of like cooking the peanuts cooking but the yeah peanuts. Wow. They, sent, they sent us pictures of it from the uh, the dealership and i'm like so that's where you know all the that's peanuts. Right. Like, did they say you to put them back out? <laughs> you know what? They could do a number on your wiring because one of our vans years ago, the squirrels oh, came in there and they actually chipmunks. Honey. Chipmunks. Well, they they chewed up the wiring and we had to get it fixed. It, and yeah, it was it, terrible. I think we yeah, paid about seven hundred bucks to get it done. Oh our wow! Yeah, our mechanic said to get an old tube sock, fill it with um, mothballs, moth and tie it in there so it's not like an engine or anything, and it'll deter. Any kind of small creatures that want to go in there in the winter to, to be warm or whatever. So so far so good. Well, you know, but Jerry, I just I just put out the other day in uh, my backyard. My uh, I found this little. It looks like a um, a swing that you put like bird seed on it, and it it's, has two little ropes on it to you know you could attach it to the tree. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know, I can't put the peanuts in the front anymore because they're going in the cars. So I yeah. put it in the back. I hung it and I put some peanuts in it. And that day, my wife's like, hey, she goes, your your bird feeder fell. She goes, I think the squirrels ate through the ropes. I go out there. Oh and and because of the way it was hanging, it looks like they ate the ropes so it would fall. And then they could get the peanuts easier. I'm like, son of yeah, a gun, man. These little squirrels, they're so bad. I go, I'm trying don't, to feed them. <laughs> Joe, Joe, I, I gotta, I'm sorry I'm trying to cut in here. But, That's Joe, you made a big mistake. You should have gotten a little car, add some honey. And you could have started a business in New York City selling <laughs> roasted peanuts. Yeah, really. <laughs> Boy, Eddie, you're the entrepreneur. I'm yeah. telling you. I'm telling you, Joe just didn't take a. You yeah. know, you would have probably not been working. <laughs> roasted yeah. peanuts. Roasted peanuts here. Roasted peanuts. Yeah, roasted yeah, peanuts. fresh off the car. Fresh off the car. <laughs> and we could have a disco for the squirrels with our disco light. Yeah, really. Yeah, off to the side. Yeah, Chuck and Sherry got squirrels dancing and <laughs> disco ball. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> it's 
crazy. I'm telling you, we've had ants. We had, we were invaded by ants one time. I had a, I had to get some kind of chemical and put. Oh, and the, and how about the bees? Bees and now squirrels. It's ridiculous. Oh. I, I tell you what, I had, um, I had some of the large black uh, tree ants in my house this past mm. summer. Right. Yeah. Usually by the kitchen, and I I don't like to kill anything, so I was no, looking no. for more of a natural. So I I found this. Um, it was a mint spray. It was just yeah, right. You know, all mint, and I so I sprayed it. It said spray it where you know it's they. You know their kind of trail is because they follow the the scent of their trail. Right. So I sprayed it all over there. It made the house smell phenomenal. I loved it, nice. and it got rid of the ants within a few days, and it didn't nice. kill any of them, and it made the house smell great. So, oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> I've heard pepper or something like that sometimes if you put them around. Yeah, they said yeah. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I went to try that first. They said mix some pepper with water, and I put oh. it in the spray thing, and all it did was clog up the spray. T- so oh, I said, well, I'm going to go try a uh, try the mint spray. I found the mint spray and it worked phenomenal nice. and it smelled yeah. so good. Oh, I love it. Is that it. just for ants, Joe, or is that for any other kind of um, critter? I, I believe it's for any type of uh, like crawling insect that that kind of follows their their uh, their trail scent. Okay. It'll work on it because they, they don't like the smell and it covers up their scent. And it, it, I tell you, what, it worked real quick. And within a few days, no more ants. So. Okay. You, you know, Joe, what you're saying is very interesting because I came across a thing to find mold in your bathroom and stuff. They mm. say to put borax with water, but it's the same thing. It clogs up the nozzle. So what the heck do they even tell you to do that? You know, it's weird. It's mm. very hard to get a spray that will go. But I got to tell you, though, that mint thing, that's a great idea. And I loved it because I do love the smell of mint. And you gave me oh, a yeah. great idea. Oh, I do, too. I tell you what, because we had the with the windows open and the, the mint with the, the fresh air and the mint. The whole oh, house, yeah. just, it, it smelled amazing. I was loving it. And oh, even my, my wife didn't like the mint smell at first. And then after a while, she's like, yeah, it does smell pretty good. Oh, does right. does, does it get, take away vampires so they don't come? <laughs> yeah. uh, garlic. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, the thing is your advantage. You can use it with uh, Bella Lugosi. Says he has no teeth. He won't bite you. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to worry. You know, if he comes by, you're okay, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I, I could get away with putting mint in the house from the wife, but I think she would cut the line at garlic all over the uh-huh. house. <laughs> even yeah. though we're fans of garlic, but I... Yeah. I, I I don't know. Gar- you know, yeah. put a hundred yeah. cloves hanging around. We might have. Well, a when you make water. that, you know, when you make that apple cider, you maybe maybe you could put some around the house. Yeah, the okay. corners of the house. <laughs> That'll be all going in my belly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like I went to a Cracker Barrel a couple of weeks ago when I was looking for that thing Chuck had that I, and somebody had gone there, and I when I walked towards the bathroom, opened the outside door, I said, "Man, this will wake up the dead this Halloween." Whoever was there, you know, it was. <laughs> It was pretty bad, man. But yeah, garlic is, but no mint, Joe. Uh, what type of mint did you use, Joe? It was a, um, it was an actual spray for for insects, and it was just a, a, it was just like mint and, I think mint and water or something like a mint mint uh, oil and water. You, so you, that's all it was very, very simple. What's that? Do you have a picture of that? Yeah, I'll, I'll send the picture of it to you when, when we're done here. But yeah, uh, hey, we I, guys, we have about five, uh, about five and a half minutes left, and uh, there's a few things I want to get to before we wrap it up. I know, you know, we're on our, our way to Christmas here, and everyone's getting in the Christmas spirit. And I have found two really cool podcasts that uh, deal specifically with Christmas, and we're not affiliated with them whatsoever. They're just very cool podcasts that I, I stumbled across. And if you guys want some old time stuff about Christmas. 
I would definitely check these out. Uh, one of them is called Christmas Past by Brian Earle. And it is, uh, he does a lot of stories. Uh, a lot of them are original. Some are folklore stories about Christmas. He talks about Christmas uh, traditions and all that. And he even put out a book called Christmas Past, which just came in the mail today for me. So I can't wait to dig into it. But it mm-hmm. goes all into the history of all of our Christmas traditions and everything. So oh, it's, it's nice. really cool. So check that out. It's Christmas Past. And then if you're like me and you love old time radio, there's another one that's called uh, OTR Christmas Shows. And it, it has a, a picture of Santa playing the violin with a bunch of kids on it. But wow. there's all shows from the 30s, 40s, and 50s on there. Um, old, old time radio. I just listened to one yesterday. It was uh, The Saint with Vincent Price from 1950. Uh, it was a Santa Claus one. I listened to uh, Tales of the Texas Rangers, uh, their Christmas one. There was a, a Mel Blanc Christmas special. So a lot of cool stuff on there. This one has over 600 uh, old-time radio episodes, so it really gets you in the Christmas spirit. So that's OTR Christmas shows, and the other one is Christmas Past. And they're really cool to to check out. So if you're you know doing some housework or whatever, and you're, you're all caught up, of course, on House of the Unusual, and you're looking for some Christmas stuff, uh, definitely check those out because those are, are some yeah, really definitely. cool ones. Wow, sounds cool, nice. man. Yeah, so I, I play them around the, the house, you know, when I'm at work. And I especially love the old-time radio ones because you have all these, you know, shows that, that I love listening to, but it's their Christmas episodes. And they're all usually like, you know, feel-good type uh storylines and all that so they're they're really cool I, I would definitely check them out and guys also don't forget that the um the monster channel is still going 24 7 they have a ton of cool shows on there so if you you're looking for some horror or some sci-fi classics definitely check them out they have a ton of uh, horror hosts that present the, the shows on there so it's just like you know what you remember from back in the day and it's uh really cool they even have a little chat up there too where you could uh interact with you know, some other people that are watching and even the horror hosts will come on the chat and um, you could talk with them about the movies and all that, that they're presenting. So it's, it's really cool. Definitely check that out. But. And is yeah, that the, I, monster, is that the monster channel.com? Is that what you go yes, to? Yes. That's the monster channel.com. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So it's, it's a cool site. I was just on there uh, last week talking with some horror hosts, asking them questions about the movies and everyone's real cool. They love talking about these films and, you know, it's all like-minded individuals just kind of digging into these uh, these classic movies. Some of them are good. Uh, some of them are, you know, really, you know, B movies of the B movies. So, but th- they're all enjoyable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, guys, we're we're coming down uh, last two minutes here. So, uh, Chuck and Sherry, you got any final parting words for us? Any hey, words of wisdom? It was a great uh, podcast. I don't, I don't really have any wisdom, but it was fantastic. <laughs> it was great finally talking to Joseph. I really yeah, enjoyed it. It was nice talking with Joseph. Yeah, yeah I think the good. best wisdom we got today was uh, Sherry's famous hot spiced apple cider yeah. recipe. That was our, our wisdom of the day. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have to let me know how, how you like it, Joe. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely update the form with some some photos and uh, my, my findings of it and see how famous it actually is for yeah. sure. you wait to see how this smells too joe it'll you talk about smelling the place nice it'll, it'll, oh it'll, i'm sure it'll, the whole house is gonna yeah. smell all right good night god bless god bless bye